to the Figcast Extra, Extra, Extra Time. Sir Alex Ferguson's put up the board and we're going on until we need to go. The show, go, the show, the show goes on. The show goes we on, We will mate. get through, well, to be honest, the only time I have to leave, Bruce Wayne's in the, the only time I may have to leave is if I have to go on to uh, baby duty. But hopefully uh, I've got a good hour, half an hour, however long we need. I have ordered some food because this has actually disrupted my dinner. Right. So okay. when that comes along. I probably need to leave. Uh, Andrew Ormondy said, I said, I signed up to YouTube premium free trial and still prefer this. Um, prefer, yeah, does, what, what, what does it, what does he prefer? I don't know what he prefers. I oh, don't know. Okay. Um, Periscope slash, well, basically Periscope is great because it's on Twitter and you don't have to leave. Right. Um, and also for me, yeah, like I, I want to keep as much video only content on Twitter. Um, people asking if this is going to be a, podcast yes i'll upload it later on the podcast stream um but we shouldn't get distracted by the questions and comments yet panda how are you feeling like we just we just <sighs> dropped the mic you drop the mic yep. you go on baby duty fit goes over to have some dinner Correct. i literally Correct. literally i'm yep. yep. about yep. to finish editing the podcast no. and edit and go have some dinner and yeah. i see this announcement yeah yeah well Look, where, where are we? So I had a phone call with Uncle Richard today. And as I said, you use him as a layman. And I don't mean to offend him and sound too rude. But, you know, there were some issues, I think, mechanically uh, with the implementation. There were some liquidity issues. There were some issues um, around, what else was I saying, education. And I don't think, as a community, a big portion of it were ready for full order books. And I think that, although this is a backward step to some, and I can understand that we needed to take a step back to move five, six, seven steps forward. I was always skeptical of having full order books um, at 140 million market cap. I've, I've referenced to you that we may need 250 million. So this announcement that will go through today, this puts big stabilizing wheels on the platform, on the vol- on the volatility of it, which was really unpleasant for a lot of traders. You know, I know a lot of people I spoke to had deleted the app. They weren't looking at it. I think it was so irrational and so volatile that it was, as the guy said in the announcement, it was creating quite an unpleasant trading experience. And if people listen to the podcast, um, they'll know, look, I live on volatility. I really like irrational markets. It's often where we find value. But this was too much for me and it was too extreme. So look, have we gone slightly backwards? Yes. Are there limitations with this? Yes. Is it a temporary fix? Of course it is. But let's get this stability in place before NASDAQ become, come on board and before we get this market a little bit thicker. And Fig, look, you, you can step in. You were saying to me how excited you were in the sense that they can now incrementally work yeah. this bid and offer zone wider and wider and wider. Well, I, I, look, I'm a martial artist, right? Or, or well, a you former know, martial artist. For, former, whether you could, whether you could defeat me in a street fight is debatable. But anyway, but any, anyway, look, this was like imagine uh, we done kind of like the kids' version of white belt to black belt, and then when you hit white uh, black belt, you start again when you're an adult. What we did, we basically went from white belt like kids to black belt adults. Yeah. With this, and what this new and improved system, well, I say improved. Um, like what it does is actually, um, it, it means that when we get to a thicker market and FI have more market makers and there's more, um, things that FI can implement, 
um, etc., uh, they can start moving that from well one p to two p yeah, yeah, to three p, yeah, yeah. or they reduce the 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 three hundred shares, uh, nine hundred shares back to three hundred. Yeah, They've got yeah. now a lot of levers that they can pull that they just didn't really have before, which I think is really great. But um, should I should I read the announcement to you and we can kind of chop it up bit by bit? Do people want? Okay, fine. If people do want people the announcement, want do people want it? I mean, they've probably that? read it. It's up to okay. Go for it. I don't know. They probably read it, but people might need might need. Well, we can it. skim well, it, maybe. Pick I'll out. I'll skim it. I'll skim it. Skim the key okay. messages because people remember people can see it on the screen right now on on Paris. Wow, this is like a PowerPoint presentation. We can do cl- classes like how to value players and things. Well, that's what we do. Oh, on the sugar, that's the bloody thing. <laughs> you plug the Patreon. I, 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 I might set up my own Panda one. Anyway, carry carry on. <laughs> On the podcast today, when you said, "Oh, you just get five x," if we did, uh, Listen, people uh, for context, everyone listening to like live, if you haven't listened to the Thickcast X already, I said to pond, uh, ponder, ponder, <laughs> said to panda, um, do you think people would be receptive of us doing a non-football index, non-football show once a month on the Patreon? You sighed, you took a deep breath, and I thought you were going to say. I think you'd lose a few patrons. And you instead said, I think you'd 5X. <laughs> I think 5X is being, I'm a prudent type of bear. And I'm a prudent guy. 5X is minimum. But uh, anyway. Oh, look, Lambing says, hide your share bar at the bottom oh, of the screen. Oh, bloody hell. That's really amateur. Bloody hell. Just shows hell. you're not quite. I've, I've, put up, I've put up Lambing's... I can, what I can do on the live stream, if you're watching now, Panda, yeah. I can put up the questions on the screen, which can is you? pretty cool. Yeah, I, okay, I, I can got, see Lambing's I've questions. got FI Lambing yeah, slagging yeah, right. me off on the screen. Right. Uh, big so, fan, guys, from FI Zatch. Okay, so okay. first things first, right? Right, right. The... On the sell offer side, yep. we've now gone from 300 shares behind the button to 900 shares. So this, yep. what yep. this means, guys, is on screen now for the buy price, we will see the average, the blended average of the 900 shares rather than 300. Yep. So let's say that. So yesterday I bought Sancho at £11.50. Right? So let's say somebody wants to sell Sancho at £11.50. They put an offer in at 11.50, 300 shares, and that is the number that pops up in the blue box interestingly i bought 300 shares at that price and the blue box jumped up to 12 pound 20 so moving forward if someone again puts in well we've got a clamp down zone but we'll get to that later if somebody puts in 300 shares at 11 pounds 50 but there's 600 shares at 12 pounds 20 which i believe was the next price point up then you're going to see in the blue box an average of those two prices right fig so you're going to see something like 11 pounds 90 yeah, pretty much. It's going to add stability to to that. What what it what it might do is, if I have actually mentioned here, um, the trade off is within the changes that the spreads may appear wider than actually are the Correct. reference to actual trade. So you know, um, Duncan that we shouted out. Oh, what thick um, thick as two short planks, Duncan. <laughs> what I said was pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. um, he. He was um, he he was basically saying that if they do that, the yep. spreads are going to be bigger. It's going to be a, uh, not that good a trade off there, uh, fake. And I was like, it's fair, but I think people would kind of learn and, and move those spreads in. But this definitely, you definitely see see that here. Yes, yeah. So in in that example, the blue box is going to stay higher at about eleven pounds ninety. The pink box, which is the sell box, would have. Well, it, it could theoretically be eleven or eleven pounds ten if we had some very stubborn bidders. So you may get that. Well, you probably will get that increased spread uh, before your very eyes. So, yeah, that, that's fair. Uh, yeah, it is fair. It is fair. I mean, um, we've got a question here from business analyst that we might be... Uh, well, he said, um, I'll show it on screen now, lads. Do you think it's fair to restrict trader-inducing pr- induced pricing? And I actually don't see it that way, to be honest with you. Um, I see this as a temporary solution, Panda, but I also see it as like a... 
if a player, get, as we were saying this off air, if a player st- gets injured, right, they are still going to go down and people are going to still undercut each other until there are buyers. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of a good example here, like Zaniolo, you know, um, a few people's favourite buy recently. Let's say that knee injury, he gets that the result of the MRI back and it's the ruptured ACL. What we're saying is that everyone is still going to keep listing and undercutting each other, but it's going to drop penny by penny by penny. That movement isn't going to be as dramatic. And one man with a large holding of shares, and I'm not saying market manipulation happened on Sunday because I've explained in the podcast earlier why I didn't think it was manipulation, but that price movement is going to be yeah similar to what we had before, isn't it? Pre-order books. And it's, it's still going to drop, but it will drop in a more um, understandable mechanism for us existing traders. Yeah, I mean, we've got a question here from uh, F.I. Gerard. Uh, do you think uh, any of these measures will be here to stay or will they revert yeah, so fully th- th- after a few weeks? This is a good question. So F.I. Gerard, I, I, keep, I guess I've already said this, but this is a temporary measure. And I believe in the long run, once NASDAQ come in, we're going to start to expand this zone. It's far more extreme than I would have thought about, you know, a penny down. I'd have had it a little bit wider than that. But this is um, this is a temporary measure. What might be permanent is when we get onto the announcement later. I think this is quite good for in-play trading. So, for example, at the weekend, you know Gabriel, we referenced it on the podcast. He scores the opener, I believe, against Fulham, didn't he, from the corner or second goal? Anyway, Gabriel scores and starts flying up. It's quite difficult to catch that price in play for an in-play trader. This enables me to enter uh, you know, a far higher price for Gabriel and um, get matched. And it, it makes it less clunky. So that is a feature that could be here to stay. Mm, for sure. For sure. Should I keep going? Keep, okay, keep, change, keep going. Yep. Change to the offer zone floor. In addition, we're changing the offer zone floor to 1p below the buy price, buy now price. So that's going to be, um, yeah, the offer, as you mentioned, you can only offer 1p below the sell offer. Do you think, Panda, this is too stabilizing or is this genuine or is this genuinely like there is there is a hole in the wall and we're going to plug it but we're going to you know properly plaster and fix it later oh yeah that that's a tricky question for me i mean i would have personally i think we said we we needed the i think we needed this market clamping i think we needed reduced volatility would i have so i'd have changed some mechanics and tweaked that behind the scenes but would I have brought it all the way up to 1p? Probably not. I'd have probably preferred to go down a route, and probably people haven't listened to the podcast, of not letting the bid zones, um, or the offer zones rather, not letting that completely run away. Because what happened on Sunday was, you know, when Neymar got that red card, this continual race to undercut each other meant we kept burning through zones, and it, you kept extending downwards in a very short time frame. And there was no auto-suspension on a player, there was no circuit breakers, and fear got got into the trading community very, very quickly, was, which was unfortunate to see. Look, some people, some sharps out there, obviously scooped up some bargain bucket prices now. Um, but I've said to you before, I do honestly feel sympathy for some of the community that have sold up. They've left one-star reviews. The brand damage, you know, has been done. And that's really hard to restore. And I think that could have been avoided with some further measures and some education. But look... Um, that's in the past now. Um, so, you know, do I think one P's right? I wouldn't have done it, but look, they're bolting it right up and then they will, they will release it over time. As you said, Fig. 
you know, what they could do, Fig, which I loved what you said, is they could say, look, we're going to extend it to 10p when we get to a 150 million market cap or 25p when we get to a 160 million market cap. They can phase and stretch these zones out as the market cap increases. So it's more of a, a fluid extension. As opposed to like, okay, guys, we've cut you off from FIHQ and go and run the market yourselves. And that's like I said to you, and it's a harsh phrase. It's like giving chimps a glass vase. It was going to get broken. And, um, you know, it got broken on Sunday night. Yeah. So <laughs> I think M MT had a question here. Right. Um, if, uh, if tonight's 1P floor fix is temporary pass, do you think see NASDAQ sooner than expected? Uh, not necessarily. I just think that they no, can, no. as uh, Panda mentioned, they can move that... Um, they can move that 1p to a 2p uh depending on how thick the market is yep. and also importantly how many market makers they have there um do they have the right uh um kind of circuit breakers in in place etc so absolutely I think, I think this is good yeah um look i mean what we said it as well so we, we mustn't always repeat ourselves on the podcast but there's no doubt we have to look at this and say that there was a misunderstanding of trading trader behavior i think at fihq yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you know they've had to take a step back just before i go on everyone please do leave a like on on youtube leave a like but also christ sake, uh, this is extra I'm, extra time i'm plugging the um <laughs> i'm gonna plug the uh fi uh trust pilot review on uh on the chat go check that out um click that there's been a lot of negative reviews given to uh fi recently and it'd be awesome you know i care more about you guys giving reviews to to fi than, than liking my content so I'm, I'm not really that engrossed in how many likes or views i get so so do do go check that out um leave a five-star review if you really love fi and uh let's keep going on change to the bid zone ceiling um we're allowing traders to place bids as high as they like up to a hundred pounds per share across the board <laughs> this means that bids can be entered at any price between the bid zone floor and 100 pounds the removal of bid ceilings provides a more effective way yep. to buy shares on the rise while controlling your risk than buy now due to accept price movement and this is good because what it will mean i think panda as far as i understand it yep. is if a player scores you will probably put a bid in as high as you can um or, or a buy now uh, and if you can't get the buy now you put a bid in as high as you can you'll automatically get uh correct matched with that sell order won't correct you? and i used to trade with a guy back on betfair about a decade ago and he would infuriate me in the sense of when he placed lays or backs he'd try and get that exact price and it's really hard without a raw feed uh which it, raw fits like satellite images and you, you can decode different things but anyway the price would keep moving and he would never catch it and after a break point is converted or what have you the price moved dramatically and he would miss it and i would always say to him why not just go two to three or four ticks above and ensure you match it because you're going to get the lowest match anyway and it used to really wind me up and it just reminded me <laughs> actually of what you just said so that's exactly what this enables your your correct fig mm. Uh, moving on change to limit on s offers so now we're going to be able to only place three offers rather than Are five per player can you uh no i went on mute while i was typing something oh did um, you did you hear me i'm not gonna repeat <laughs> i did hear you good. it was brilliant I don't need um good i was literally just saying change to limit on offers for a period of, of time to help stabilize the market we're reducing the number of offers that can be placed on any footballer by yep. a trader from five to three offers it's important to remember that the real value of shares is determined by the yield or yep, potential yep, future yield yep. of a three-year bet and not short-term pricing. So, yeah, they've reduced the amount of things that um, 
They, they, they re- oh, sorry, I just read uh, Uncle Richard's uh, comment there. My camera's not on, is the it? Wrong I'm not in my bedroom. Button. I'm on the breakfast I'm on bar. Periscope in someone's bedroom now. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not. Um, <laughs> yeah, the camera's not on, and I'm I am not in my pants. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's not that big a change, is it? Three, three versus five. Not, not overly. I don't think that's the biggest. It probably take- not the biggest takeaway from it. I'm surprised they've done that in conjunction with the one P. Um, you know, it's it's, that- it's it's literally like putting just giant, enormous stabilizers, oversized stabilizers on like a tiny children's bike. That's kind of how I can uh, relay this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, remember, the these changes are all going to happen this weekend. By the well, they're going to aim to now. Fig, yeah. question, question for you. Go on. Uh, at the moment, we've got. A few offers. So let's pick a player. Let's pick Kylian Mbappe, just because he's in front of me, right? His all-time high is £11.04. So there are staggered sell, uh, sell orders between £10.32 and between £11.02. When we have market downtime and this new these new features are implemented, what's going to happen to those open orders? Will they get wiped and will things snap back to all-time high or will it start trading from £10.32? I'm not 100% sure on that. I wonder what the community say about that. I'll keep an eye out for some answers there. Keep an eye out for some answers. Because I wonder whether there's an incentive for Football Index to buy back and, or, you know, to match up all those sale orders so we go back to all-time high, clean slate, and then go to work from there because we know price anchoring is quite an important feature. Well, it's an important psychological part of some people. That It shouldn't be, uh, but it is. FI Zatch has a question here. Uh, will we not see lots of players without sell prices when something negative happens? What's the answer to that, Fig? Uh, well, without sell yes, prices, yes, because people won't be bidding on the sell. It depends what uh, you know how well, low the bid floors go because the bid zone well, floor on, the, will be a different just... percentage of the buy now price for each yeah, footballer, see, that's, that's a... and therefore the calculation is unique to that individual footballer. So that's another thing that's been going on with fi um so it depends how low the the floor is um and uh you never know right like fi might wait for the the buy price which are the offers to come down before the zone the bid zone goes down if that makes sense yeah does that make sense well I, look, let's say you've got zaniolo sitting there at two pound 13 i'm really sorry to keep picking on him because he's a super talented player but if that ACL news comes through that he's ruptured it again in the other knee, the 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 bids on him, yeah, I guess it, it could be empty because we don't know how low people can go, do we? So we don't know if people can bid £1.10 for Zeniolo and whether that will appear in the pink box or mm. £1.20. Yeah. Or will Football Index yeah, yeah. buy them back at £1.30, £1.40? I think they'd be quite interested in doing that from a business model because it reduces liability on that player. They've sold him at £2.10. They're buying him back at £1.10. And they so can close that, right? They can close that off. They can match that bet, close that bet off, and then they reduce their long-term dividend liability, which sits on the balance sheet. So would there be some interest in doing that? I think it, it would be of interest to Football Index to sit at the lower end and always... I think there will always be a sales price. I think what this has proven this week is that... They're not just washing their hands and walking away from the market. You know, they don't want redundancies. They want this to go to a billion market cap. We use that term loosely, but, you know, they want it to be a success. So I can't see many positions where the players will sit without a sell price for a long period of time. Yeah. Maybe your yeah. extreme cases, Fig, like, like uh, Igalo, you know, if he announces he's going back to China, yeah. you know, and he's already quite low. Hmm. Hmm. 
Should we uh, ask some questions? Yes, and they're going to turn off trading in the night as well. Oh, yes. Forgot about that. Sorry. This is actually really interesting. And I've got some some interesting thoughts about this. Um, for the next five days, we'll be introducing sessions, which entails a nightly da- market downtime to alleviate the pressure traders may feel to continually check the platform. So essentially, the downtime is going to happen from 11 to 7.30 a.m. every yeah, night yeah. until the, t- the 22nd and, of September. <laughs> this is quite funny, isn't it? Because I'm a night owl anyway, and I'm nocturnal. So I've been keeping on the market through the night. So it'll enable me to now go to YouTube or read some military history and keep myself busy. <laughs> So yeah, no trading. And I think it's needed because people, it's not good for mental health. We talk about responsible gambling. It wasn't good on Sunday, what was happening, where people were up at one, two o'clock in the morning. They've got work the next day. They're looking at their portfolio, hundreds of pounds being lost every minute. That's not healthy for anybody. So I think that's a sensible step. Yeah, I agree. And again, again, it's short term, it's temporary. Yeah, but maybe they look at it and they say, well, actually, you know, our our trading volumes are, are pretty indifferent. All right, well, that, that, yeah, up. I mean, we had a really good question there on the podcast. What type of uh, BI or MI, what, what, do, or KPIs rather, uh, rather than management information packs? What type of data do they look at on a Monday morning, weekly in the office? And maybe it's not weekly, but monthly. And they may not see much activity between the hours of eleven thirty and six thirty a.m. So it may turn into be, it may turn out to be, yeah, we like a like proper trading, I guess, where you have stock, where you have opening hours and closing hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Because is it good to have know. a 24-hour market when you're, trying to res- when you're trying to preach responsible gambling? I mean, that's quite... That's, a, that's an interesting debate. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I've got Ju- a question here from... Ju- uh, Julian, by the way, who I think I've met randomly. The name rings a bell, but he's as good idea as he's, um, he's He's the, the man from the Discord that I was mentioning you earlier. Julian is? Yes. I'm just trying to think. I better not give too much away, but I think I've met Julian. Maybe. Anyway, I'm not going to go down that pathway now because I don't want to embarrass the poor chap. <laughs> uh, good to see. Uh, good, good idea to close at night. I, I can see that continuing to de-risk. Um, I have met Julian, by the way, because I can see his photo. But I mustn't obsess. <laughs> I mustn't obsess over poor Julian. You, you mustn't obsess. No. I've got a question here from Zed. Do you think 900 shares is enough to stop the volatility? It still seems low. Well, the answer is yes, because of the 1p uh, underneath the sell price off of that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's in, it's in combination. It's when you add in this, when you read this, um, this not an information pack, but this announcement from football index, 900, 900 on its own wouldn't have been the fix. You know, I think in the community, we kept trying to pin our, you know, badge on there's this quick fix. It's liquidity. It's education. It's 900 bid zone. You need to offer anything upwards you know there was never going to be one quick fix and i think this is a combination of controls which are going to add stability to the market which we need yeah yeah yeah, precisely precisely um we've got a question a lot of people are liking the overnight close here in the comments here i I am in a way because you don't want to (laughs) well i guess (laughs) the market's going to be open while you're awake tell you what what (laughs) i mean open i feel bad here but i remember alfonso davis turned into a defender at about 4 a.m and I got absolutely stuck into him and made quite a bit of money. But I remember saying on the extra cast the, the next week or whenever we recorded, that's not really fair to me. And, you know, that's a disadvantage. And I think the idea of closing it through the night is a healthy thing. And it enables people to sleep without waking up to a horrible injury. I mean, when the teams play in South America, right, Fig? Neymar, Aguero, Gabriel, they get an injury, you know, at three o'clock in the morning playing on that time zone. You wake up and he could be down 10%. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the other side of it is it's gambling. There is football going on. Bet three six five operate trading through the night on NFL and American sports. So that is a difficult 
I'm not sure about that, but I quite like it being closed. Hmm. Mm. Um, I've just had some food come over delivered. I'm going to have to go downstairs and get it and then come back. Okay. Shall um, I man the fort? You're going to man the fort. Right. I, 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 sh- I shall man the fort if you're quick. <laughs> you, you, man, you man the fort while I go. Right. I'll man the fort here. Um, quite different actually being the main presenter here. Zed says, Panda, are you on index gain? No, I'm not on index gain. I'm on football index edge, but my data, uh, use is probably not as sophisticated as some. Um, actually, sorry, I am on index gain, but I'm not on Slack. I thought that's what you meant. Sorry. I am on index gain, but not Slack. Um, do, 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 do. Chris Barker, who is an urban fellow brother, says weird circadian rhythms make bank no longer. Yeah, that, look, I probably have lost a bit of money, but as I say, I'm not, I've never been in this to just ride this wave up and make profit while football index was rising and then cash my chips out and run away. You know, I enjoy the product. I enjoy playing the game and, you know, I want it around for a long time. So if I have to sacrifice some money for the good of the platform, then I'll absolutely do that. Uh, finally, PandaCast. You know, I'm feeling a little bit freer all of a sudden without Fig being there to kind of anchor me down. You know, my shoulders are a bit looser. I'm getting quite into this. Uh, Leon, if the shoe was on the other foot, I think people would be saying the opposite. Uh, the birth of the panda cast. Yes. And the panda patron. Uh, urban word of the day we've abandoned this week, I'm afraid, because we're moving a lot of those segments to next week, sadly. Um, yeah, Slack is what I meant. You should join. Great bunch of lads. I disagree from the bits I've scanned, but no offence. Uh, although Slack is, is better than the... Uh, some of the Facebook groups I've seen to be, to be honest, all communities have 10% of flat earthers, as I call them and people that I just think make stupid comments. But you know, I may look at Slack. I'm actually joining the podcast, the round table on Slack. Lisa's here. Lisa, I was looking for you earlier. We discussed tattoos on the podcast and obviously I was referencing your Yankees tattoo on your upper shoulder. Um, so welcome Lisa rocket says close to midnight to allow all IPD buyers, Open at 6am with payouts. That would be swell. Yeah, tend to agree. And uh, Chris Barker says Slack is whack. Uh, well, I think it's, uh, you know, there's different sections of the community that operate from what I've seen on, on Facebook, on Twitter, where potentially a few larger accounts dominate. Um, different forms of social media. I heard Panda say, do we kiss now? Yes. No, we don't, Tonic. Um Closing at night is such a cuck for New Zealand traders. Yeah, and me as well, Dylan. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um, I'm back. I'm yeah. Back. Um, Lisa's just saying, you know, we spoke about Lisa in depth on the podcast earlier. She's not listened yet, but we spoke tattoo about her tattoo. in November. Yeah, she's getting the Yankees tattoo covered up in um, November. Oh, wow. Why is yeah. that? Oh, uh, she got it. It was like a mistake. And she got that, I think, to cover up an original tattoo. And in the end, she's now covering up the Yankees tattoo. Which is funny because I didn't know she was. Uh, I don't think she's a baseball fan. Um, uh, question here from Chris Thomas. I don't know if you went over this one. No. What involvement would Nasdaq have had in advising on the three hundred shares driving the buy? Well, price? look, Chris, that is such a good question because I, I was quite critical on the podcast earlier of what the hell have Nasdaq been doing? You know, like I'm a <laughs> you little, were I'm scathing. A, <laughs> you know, I'm losing patience here of these myths that build up in the community. And I'm probably guilty of them too. Oh, when all the leagues return, we're going to have rockets or, you know, when NASDAQ come on board, everything's going to be solved. Well, well, no, 
there's education needed, there's liquidity needed, there's mechanical solid structuring needed. You know, there's there's more to it than just NASDAQ. NASDAQ is thrown out there by all of us are probably guilty of it. Brand name, incredible. But really, what is it actually going to do to help us have a better trading platform? And, you know, I can't think that they offered much insight if they didn't see this coming because Sunday was a shit show. And if they didn't see that coming... I don't think they offered any. No, I think Akash has got blood on his hands and he's probably listening. But look, we, we need to sit down and have a chat about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, Akash, but, you know, if you understand, the more I've thought about it, the more angry I've got for these people. Because, oh, mate. you know, how could that be allowed to happen? It was chaos out there. And look, I got a few good deals. But as I say, look, you know, who, who cares about that? We're an altruistic bunch. Some of us are. Mm. Right. Uh, before we get into the next one, yes. everyone leave a Trustpilot review. For, for yeah, the next, if listen, listen. It's ready. really important that we leave a review there and, and do our duty. Um, yeah. what's also, if- leave, leave us a like as well on YouTube. Well, take or leave that. We'll take or leave that, to be fair. <laughs> uh, I'd, rather, I'd, rather, I'd rather the review for Football Index. Yeah, I would rather the review, to be fair, <laughs> rather than these dodgy podcasts we do. Chris uh, Barker, why were the market makers not sweeping up the crazy value yeah, of the necessary volume? Great it's question. Good question. Really, really good question. Really, really good question because on an efficient market or a semi-efficient market or rational market, shall I say, Chris, on a bet fair, I would be punished if I was trying to sell some of these bets at these low prices and trying to get out of it. I would be, yeah, I, hang on a minute. I've just seen something from MT and I'm furious. Viewers went down from 105 to 80. When you went to get, is that, if that can be verified, then I am, abs- that up on screen. I am absolutely furious. <laughs> I've got that up on screen. I don't, th- I think he's stirring the pot there. I don't think that could be true. But if en- I speak anyway, I'm um, in big trouble, big, big trouble. Yeah. The, the market makers, why weren't they there? I think it was naive to not have more of them set up because they should have been sweeping up those prices because they can buy these players back at 11, 12 pounds. They reduce the liability football index and then football index can reissue them at 15, 16, 17 in the future. So I don't quite understand that, Chris. And I think it's a good question and one that we probably won't get the answer to, but I think it's valid. Uh, I left when the food run happened. Yeah, I'm getting I all think these that, comments up on I screen. Actually, I actually this think is, this that's a real insult from someone that I've had communication with in the past for him if to talk to me and say that that's i think that's vile behavior i uh, leave and we've lost 20 percent. it's uh, kind of like sunday night isn't it really? yeah yeah it's, to, to be fair you know we we're, we're rambling now and we're coming to the end and there's not a lot left to say but there might be one or two good questions by the way F-I Pat, Zatch here go the worst part was not monitoring overnight almost unforgivable well, for a 24 7 market listen that's one thing that we didn't really touch on panda in no the podcast. good good question zach and zach i can assure you as a 24 7 trader which which i am Lisa there. I might, Lisa, if you need a supporting hand to come and sort this tattoo out, get it covered up, let me know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> FIZ is a really good question. I've been sneaky in the past and in about a year ago, I think it was, I had quite a few Cedric Bakumbus. You know this player fig. I think you got I do. Yeah. I do. Is he Afri- do. the African Messi? I'd be a wonderful footballer. Anyway, I had quite a few. And Cedric I s- Bakumbu is not the African Messi. Okay. But I snuck a few out. <laughs> At three o'clock in the morning, thinking, okay, people could wake up and see quite a bit of pain. I wanted to get mine out and not cause a crash. And when I listed a few, when I instant sold a few, and I'm only talking about 1800, the spread went fairly large at 3 a.m. So whether they had Hmm. automated controls in place. 3 (laughs) a.m. To (laughs) 3 a.m. Flinging Bacambo out the door. Whether they had automated controls in to put the spread wide, I I don't know. 
but they were mod- look, they had mechanisms in place for them to wash their hands of it and watch what happened Sunday. Uh, I don't understand that. So yeah, I, I'm not happy with it either, Zach. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a funny ending. Like, Team Panda, Lisa, come no, I, on. I, I, uh, 3 a.m. is also the witching the hour. The witching hour. Yeah. What's that mean, the witching hour? Um, I'm just going to Google that because I'm not sure. <laughs> he's, he's quite rude and I don't know how he's applying he is. that. He's a rude fella, isn't he? Witching hour is the last hour of trading on the third Friday of each month. Oh, okay. Uh, in folklore, uh, well, this isn't very nice. In folklore, the witching hour or the devil's hour is the time of the night associated with supernatural events. Witches, demons, and ghosts. Hmm. Um, uh, Africa messy now. Rich. Still can't work out on my Turkish. It's like, I do feel guilty because when Uncle Richard was over at the, before lockdown, um, you know, I was fla- I was sort of selling him all of these continental messes. <laughs> so, and, uh, yeah, he, he's got punished. I'm afraid, but that's what happens if you trust your nephew. He's been punished. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, any more questions before right, we, any, uh, we've got to go I, yeah got to go and have my breakfast yeah. or lunch got, right got, to <laughs> got to have my dinner um, everyone really appreciate you coming on uh, I don't know we had we had about 200 plus people and then Panda Panda took over didn't he so um, yeah yeah yeah, less yeah. said about that look we're, we're, in a, we're in a better place now than we were on Sunday Absolutely. for those that for those that sold you've got my sympathies and it was unfortunate what happened but you know those of us that stayed in stayed calm didn't throw away good bets for cheap value you know we've been rewarded and we're now we're clamped down we're stabilised and we're on our way again and on the way to the moon so um, yeah good stuff cheers everyone thank you very much everyone for watching as I mentioned please do leave Football Index review on uh uh trust pilot uh leave us a like leave us a review uh, i'll probably put this up on the podcast stream as well because if everyone keeps asking fig i don't want to watch it i want to listen to it to everyone who is doing that making me work harder than the mogul needs to work you know i appreciate the sport but i also simultaneously hate you and let me apologize uh, to you all for not being there monday you know unforeseen yeah. circumstances you know i would have usually come to the rescue monday after the market crash but there you go cheers mt chris barker rob wilson rocket uh, Chris Thomas, Uncle Rich, Zach, everyone, thank you so much for coming out, watching on Twitter or YouTube, wherever you're watching. More than FI, cheers to you, mate. Um, right, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll finish it here, guys, and we'll probably do this more in the future.